Welcome to Let's Vibe. On this podcast, we are documenting and celebrating our passion for raves, festivals, and electronic dance music. You will hear interviews and stories from members of the EDM community, giving you an inside perspective on the rave experience. We're talking about the power of music and how it connects us all, bringing people from all walks of life together. Additional information can be found on our website at letsvibemusic.com. I'm your host, Danny Era, and let's get this party started. I'm so excited to meet you, Tatum. Thank you so much for taking my call and being willing to jump on and record this hype up for Okeechobee. I don't know anything about this festival. I am a West Coast raver and explain it to me like I'm five. So so I'm a, an East Coast raver till I die. I'm from the East Coast. Okeechobee was my very first music festival. I was living in Southwest Florida at the time. I had been out of the Marine Corps for probably almost a year. And I was kind of feeling this like, I didn't have a community anymore. And I knew that I needed another one. And I had always heard like amazing things about festivals and knowing that one was coming up so, so close to me, I just knew I had to go. So that was my very first festival. Like I said, I went with a girlfriend of mine. We definitely were were lost in the sauce. We didn't really get to experience it the way that I now get to experience festivals. So I'm excited to go back this year and to know like the ins and outs, to know that it's okay just to stay at one stage all day if I wanted to. It's okay to bop around. Like I just didn't know anything. So even not knowing anything and still having as amazing of a time as I had, like it's Okeechobee's different. I don't know if the West Coast has like a different vibe of a festival, but Okeechobee is such a different vibe. There's, you can't compare it to anything. Would you say it's more of like the diversity of artists and like genres? Like, what do you think makes it so different? I think that it's the genre of artists that kind of brings like a lot of different people together because while it is different genres, I feel like all of the music still has the, kind of the same vibe of just being happy. They have jam bands, heavy dubstep, they've got house, they've got they've got everything and it always brings like the best people. I'm also a sucker for camping festivals because I think that once the festival festival is over, you still got another half of the party when you go home. If you're going to Oki, I a thousand percent recommend that you camp. If you are not a camping raver, that's totally fine. Okeechobee, the town is actually pretty small. There are hotels and Airbnbs and stuff, but I feel like it's far and few between, again, just because of the size of the town that it's in. But Okeechobee is definitely a festival that you want to camp at. You get lost in the portal. That's the whole thing with Okeechobee. You're you're entering the portal. To leave the portal to come back the next morning, I feel like you kind of lose that sense of what Okeechobee is really about. As far as themes go, I couldn't give you a yes or no on that because me personally, I haven't seen many like themes like that. Camping setup, I know that me and my family always like to do Canopy City, which essentially is just us setting up a whole bunch of canopies, a whole bunch of tapestries, and just having our own little party inside, walking around the grounds. Other people have the same. Some people go all out and even bring their own like CDJs and will have their own little renegade stages, which I think is amazing. Is there like a bedtime? Like, do they shut down noise or are there rules (laughs) or is it just like? It is, it's more like the jungle. And I say that because there is a stage called Jungle 51 that I believe plays house music until like 7 a.m. I've definitely seen a lot of people talk about how they don't wake up for day Oki until like 2 p.m. because they've just gone all night long and they've gotten their rest at 2 p.m. is their morning for them. People are all over the place, but you're also capable of like a good night's sleep. 
you want to experience all of Oki. You just don't want to sleep. You don't want to sleep. With me being a, you know, born and raised Floridian, I was pretty used to it. I haven't lived in Florida for a year now, so I'm a little bit nervous to go back into the heat. But it is a bit on the warmer side during the day. At night, it does get fairly cold. So definitely, like, we recommend bringing, like, a onesie or, like, a really nice comfy patch or, like, a big old jacket or even, you know, some merch that's really nice and comfy. I know personally last year I went to sleep all bundled up and woke up just, like, ripping off layers because it was so hot. So you definitely just kind of have to pack for both. I have a lot of special outfits planned out. I'm really excited about this. You have like the groovy, colorful, hippie side, and then you have the more like earth tones of just, this is a big question for me, sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. That's why I'm here. Outfits. I want to know everything. <laughs> I want to know everything. <laughs> a lot of people are less on the sparkle in sequence and more on the comfy, just, if you can kind of picture like a boho hippie, that's the kind of vibe that you see a lot. I have a, a rave personality of mine called the purple people eater. And <laughs> she, I love she, it. <laughs> she more is just like a mindset when I wear one of my outfits, because at every festival I've, I've found myself wearing an entirely purple outfit. So that is where I will be bringing some glitz and glam to Okeechobee with my purple people eater outfit. I'm having it custom made for me. I don't really have a good idea what it looks like because of the fact that it's going to be a surprise for me. I'm working with an amazing brand that's, you know, making it for me. So I'm so, so freaking excited. Wow. But yeah, think, think less glitz and glam, think more comfy rainbow, you know, you'll see in a lot of, like a lot of neutral colors, but people, I mean, you wear whatever, honestly. Okay. I want to talk about the purple people eater. I need to know her. <laughs> Tell me yeah. more about her. It was a thousand percent not the originator of this name. I think I heard it as like a storybook as a child. And yeah, I, I really enjoy the color purple. I've noticed myself wearing it all the time. North Coast for me was when I really like picked up on it. I was looking for like a caption for my picture. And I was like, oh, I'm wearing all purple. The purple people eater. Like, why not? I, I, I literally <laughs> captioned it. I said the purple people eater, but make it fashion because I look yes. very fashionable and I look very purple. And from then on, that's just kind of something that people recognize me as. I even had this girl come up to me with, with a purple people eater candy. She followed me on TikTok and she was so excited. She ran up to me and was, uh, I was, I was tripping dick on acid and yeah, yeah. <laughs> she came up to me and she was telling me that I was like this inspiration to her and that she makes, I made her like want to be her true self and like, my boyfriend and my best friend, Allie, were looking, also enjoying this conversation, just like with their mouths on the ground because we're all tripping sack. And she's just mm -hmm. telling me what an inspiration I am to her. And yet the purple people eaters, again, she like, she knew that from my page. She sought me out to give me this candy. It's my favorite piece of candy. But yeah, that's just more of like a fashion mindset of mine. And if you like the purple people eater, you also enjoy baby chomp chomp, who is my head banging alter ego. Yes! <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're so fun. I am so happy we're on this call right now. So yeah, so Baby Chomp Chomp, I had met my Rave family um, for the first time at Forbidden Kingdom, which is a heavy bass festival. Like, it's heavy, it's loud, I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And because I was like the newest of the group, they were now calling like a Rave baby. Throughout the day, I realized that I really enjoyed the womps of the songs. So they started calling me Baby Womp Womp. And instead of headbanging, I hadn't gotten used to like, headbanging per se so what I was doing was I was I had a claw and I was reaching out in front of me grabbing the wub and throwing it back in my face and mm, mm, taking like a big old yes. chomp out of it and then this uh, my friend Sebastian a part of my Ray family he's like yeah go baby chomp chomp and I'm like who's baby chomp chomp I'm baby womp womp and he's like oh I thought people were saying chomp chomp because you're chomping on the wubs 
And I was like, I wasn't baby chomp chomp, but now I am. So now that's just like another persona of mine, like <laughs> very intricate. There's, there's stories behind these characters. <laughs> I will be bringing along baby chomp chomp and the purple people eater to Oki with me. They, they're all going to love it. <laughs> what does baby um, chomp chomp wear? When baby chomp chomp wears an outfit, she wears something that she can headbang in and not have to worry about because I would love to send you a clip of me after or several clips of me after of me on the rail of me being baby chomp chomp because that bitch is crazy. Um, So anything yes. comfortable that we're not going to result in like a nip slipper of anything, we try to keep it like comfy and covered. <laughs> I saw your Instagram. It is stunning. You are so beautiful. You You have a great follower count. Are most of those people in uh, the EDM community or the rave scene? I believe that my Instagram is currently sitting at like 7,000. And I would like to think that in this past year, I've probably gained around 3,000. That would have been within the rave community. Meeting people that you want to stay in contact with. And, you know, raves are, are our connection. So kind of grew from that. And then my TikTok, of course, that is just composed of new and veteran ravers. I spend most of my time on my TikTok. And and that for me has been a very crazy experience because again, I started off as a complete rave baby a literal year ago. And here I am having an interview about Okeechobee where it all began for me. (laughs) I'm getting like all the chills. Like I cannot, (laughs) like I just love it. It's that, it's the magic of music. So tell me about the Marine Corps. How was that experience for you? To anyone listening, (laughs) if you are thinking about joining the military and are specifically a woman, I'm just going to say don't. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. That's not the answer people want to hear, but it's the genuine answer that I like to give. It was an experience. I'm grateful for the good times that I had. The horrible, unfortunate things you hear about the military, they're all true. And it sucks because I felt like I really lost myself when I was in and getting out and then throwing myself into the rape community or just honestly being drug in because it was like, I went to my first one and then I could never leave kind of thing. Going from a community that just didn't love me to one that does immensely was just life-changing. I wouldn't give up my experiences for the world because I definitely do think that it has taught me a lot of valuable lessons, but it is not something that I recommend, especially for women. And to anybody out there that is a veteran or is actively in, I hope that you are healing (laughs) because it is... Uh, it's a hard time. It's hard. I'm still healing from it, you know, and and I will say that the rape community has definitely helped me with that just because of the fact that I get to freely express myself and be accepted no matter what. That just was not the case in the Marine Corps. And I'm glad that I'm slowly but surely reliving how to be myself. I'm so thankful that you are healing from that. And I'm sorry for everything that's happened. And you said, you know, not really regretting or taking back any of those experiences Mm -hmm. because they brought us to be like right here, right now and who we are. But I love to hear that the rave community has embraced you and shown you that like unconditional love. Music itself is so healing. It brings people together from all walks of life. It honestly is so crazy to me just how close to people I've gotten in such a short amount of time simply because we enjoy the same music. I don't think I've ever felt more love than day two of Cove, down Cyclops Cove, Subtronics' festival. The majority of my Ray family was there and uh, we had a moment at the end of Subtronics' set. I think it was like one of his last songs. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, no, you're allowed to cry. We just you're allowed to cry. This, we all just gave each other this massive hug because we all live all over. So we knew, you know, the end of Cyclops Cove was the end of us being together and I could not tell you what the song was. I definitely blacked it out, but it was just like, it was just this warm, comfy moment of like everybody giving a big group hug. And that for me was like one of the biggest reasons as to why I rave. 
we all got brought together by by one man by one by one brave god jesse <laughs> just it was it was insane but it's okay we're fine we're back on track <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one's crying here. I'm not crying. You're not crying. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, right? Like who cries, who cries over a song or a moment? Like, and we're so blessed that we get to have those. I speak your language because I've had those moments too, right? Different festival, different artists, but like, I know the feeling. Yeah. This is it's why just, I'm doing what I'm over, doing. Yeah. yeah. I think about it all the time. I wish I knew what song it was because it was a really good one. But all I can ever think about is just the massive group hug that we all had. And when we all kind of backed out, we're all like sniffling and, you know, wiping our tears and no one wants us yeah. to cry kind of thing. But I'm very grateful for my Ray family. Very, very grateful for them. Are they going with you? A, a good chunk of them are. I'm very, very lucky to have them with going to Oki with it being my one year in the least big headed way that I could, you know, kind of come out with this. I'm having a little Oki meetup because I constantly get TikTok comments like, you know, what festival are you going to? I want to meet you or, oh, I was at this festival too. And I didn't get to see you. So I was like, you know what? Okeechobee is just going to be this year end culmination of all the love I've experienced. Like why not invite people to share it with me? So I've pushed out some Okeechobee details and just seeing the response to it is so positive and all of my friends are so excited to experience it with me. And like I said earlier, that this girl, Sam, coming up to me, telling me that I was an inspiration to her, my best friend, Allie and boyfriend, Kobe, being able to experience that with me, they felt that love too, because Allie and Kobe are, are a reflection of me in a way where I love them the way that they love me and we're all kind of one person and it's like, I would not be the person that I am if it weren't for them kind of thing. I guess I just say I'm a reflection of them or however, however that saying goes. All intertwined somehow. <laughs> One. I can't wait for them to experience that with me. My mom is also coming. Yay! Go <laughs> My mom! family is coming. She's going to come on Saturday. She's going to come experience it with me. Cannot wait to have her there. Cannot wait to have like my favorite people at Oki. And again, Okeechobee is going to be a culmination of a years long journey of just love and I cannot wait for it. It is mom's first rave. Actually, maybe I should say first festival. I do work at Believe Music Hall here in Atlanta. It's one of our largest EDM clubs here. And she was able to come out and experience the club with me. And she had a really good time. So I'm definitely excited for her to experience Okeechobee. She's excited for the people watching. Cannot wait to just people watch. And I, you know, explained to her that there are some things that people are going to be doing that make no sense to you, but make all the sense to them. And you just got to let them do it. And she's like, yeah, no judgment for me. So mom's a very open person when it comes to the lifestyle of raving and just the way I live my life. And I, I couldn't ask for a, a better mom, you know, <laughs> showing up as early as you can on Thursday is the way to go. Last year, I showed up an hour before Gates and we had no hand in this, but they actually put us in GA plus camping, which is like a two, three minute walk from Aquachobee. Just like any other camping festival, the earlier you can arrive, the better. Gates open Thursday at 9 a.m. And I definitely know that for a fact because I've checked the website a billion times because I'm so scared I'm going to mess it up. But the second gates are open, you just go on in, set up camp, and then hang out for the rest of the day until the music starts. One of the things that I really enjoy about Okeechobee, and with the day pass holders, you know, coming out this year, it could be different. From camp, you have direct access to Okeechobee, Incendia, the Chobiwobi Village, I believe it's called, and another area. But to get into Jungle 51, to get in the Be Here and Now stages, you do have to scan your wristband in. But for the Aquachobee and Cyndia stage area, you can just walk in and those are just open. That's kind of like where your market area is. That's where they have some shading. They have a beach at, at, at Okeechobee. So yeah, it's a pretty open area. You can just kind of walk in as soon as you get there, honestly. Jungle 51, that is the stage that you will see playing house until like 
ungodly hours. That's kind of off to the side where the GA plus camping is. When you do walk into the Aquachobee area, you're met with a gorgeous stage right in front of the water. It's really pretty at sunset because you see the sun setting over the water. You're at an amazing stage. They do have some nice like shading and covering. My favorite is to ride the Ferris wheel that they have there at sunset because it's an amazing view. You see the majority of Okeechobee. It's so nice. The Incendia stage is like the fire stage. I don't know if you've been able to see those at any other festivals, but they go, they go pretty hard at night. It's a pretty good experience. Be Here Now, those are the like main headlining stages. I could not tell you how late that they are open. Open, but they do open later in the day. I do believe Jungle 51 does open sometime in the afternoon as well, but you're kind of bottled into the center of Okeechobee until later when the Be Here and Now stages open up where you would then scan to get in. Okeechobee is definitely large. Be Here Now, Incendia, Okeechobee, Jungle 51. So that's six of like the main stages. And then within Chobiwobi Village, or maybe I'm even saying that wrong, Chobi Village, they have, it's like a more, like a local stage. So they invite like local artists to come play. And that's also a really good time. It's really beautiful in there. They have like a trading post where there are like Okeechobee workers there that have just trinkets and maybe you've got a cold trinket and you can sit there and trade back and forth with a bunch of stuff. It's really nice. Like it's very, very pretty. It's very cool. Art is a big part of the whole Okeechobee experience, right? Both big art installations as well as small ones. One of my favorite of the larger art installation, it gives me like Aztec temple vibes where it kind of looks like a pyramid, but it's squared off and it has a hole on the bottom, like a door and you can walk in and there is an area where you can like sign your name. So like there's yourself doing some live art. The temple itself is, is two stories. So they have the base layer and then a top layer. And on every side, there's four sides. So eight sides total. They will have artists doing live art there as well. And they've got benches all around it. So you can sit there and zone out and just watch all these artists create art. But it is very cool to see so many artists simultaneously creating art. It's very beautiful. And then one of my favorites, I don't know if it'll be the the same uh, statue this year. I have no idea. Maybe it'll be the same or different. It's this giant woman. She's more of like a goddess made out of some kind of wood. And she's got leaves everywhere. And people take so many pictures in front of her because she's just absolutely gorgeous. And I definitely have seen some of them around at different festivals as well. But she's this gorgeous like Mother Earth goddess-esque figure and, and she's beautiful I wish I could show you right now but I you'll, you'll have to go to Okeechobee to see her how about that <laughs> I will have to I'm sold what was the so, story behind attending Okeechobee for the first time it really just started off as me asking one of my girlfriends that I had at the time want to go to Okeechobee and she was down it was just the two of us and then we did end up running into some people that I knew from my hometown who was kind of under their wing for a little bit had a really good time but for the most part it was just myself and my friend I felt like we never took the time to just enjoy what was in front of us. I think it was because we were just so overwhelmed with how much there is to do there that we wanted to get our bearings. We wanted to know where stages were. We wanted to know, we didn't want to miss anything either. So I feel like that was like a really big misconception for us was that we didn't want to miss everything. So we were constantly moving around to see stuff. But with doing that, you do miss things. So I'm definitely glad to be going back this year with like a better understanding of the map with a better understanding of the vibe. Even like my set list of like the, the artists that I've hearted, they all start like super late in the day. So I'm super excited to just explore during the day and take it all in and hang out at a stage where I don't know the artists and hopefully really enjoy them kind of thing. Like hopefully I'm going to do Okeechobee 10 times better than I did before. <laughs> 
I will be camping out on the rail for excision. I have to. I'm a heavy base head. Baby Chomp Chomp will be coming out. I have to ride the rail for excision. I'm super excited for Boogie T back to back Dirt Monkey, but also Boogie Trio. I have not yet experienced a Boogie Trio set. I think Grizz, because I yet have found myself to like be at a Grizz set. <laughs> I don't know how. I know I've been to a bunch of festivals where he's played and somehow I just keep missing him. And I'm just like, I cannot miss him. Like, I know he's amazing. I, I need to be there. It'll also be when my mother is there as well. So being able to experience Grizz and then watching my mom experience Grizz. I've only ever heard the best when it comes to his live performances. So I'm excited to see how she enjoys it. Because I know I'm going to enjoy it. I know it's going to be an amazing set. But I think I'm more excited for my mom to see it than the set itself. Are you going to take video? Are you going to record? I like to record my friends more than anything because I have a horrible memory. I have a horrific memory. So it's like anytime it's like a good memory, I want to capture that. I want to keep it forever. I'm definitely the kind of raver where I'm going to let myself record like two or three really good songs. But other than that, I want to be in the moment. I'm there for the moment. I'm there for the vibe of it as I feel it. And then I'm going to move on to the next vibe kind of thing. But I definitely let myself record a couple of songs and then the phone goes away and I'm just there to vibe. I, I want to document it, but I, I want to be the moment too. To backtrack a bit, when you <laughs> walked in for your first festival last year mm -hmm. at Okeechobee, like what was going through your head? I, I couldn't stop smiling, honestly. <laughs> it was, I just like my mom, I'm a big people watcher. So I think for me, I was, it was less about Okeechobee and it was more about seeing other people I think within like the first five minutes of me like being in there, I had seen somebody run across like, oh my gosh, hey, like to their friend. And then that friend was super excited. And it was so amazing to see like, Okeechobee brought y'all back together kind of thing. Like it was a very nice experience. And I think that was like one of the first things I saw at Okeechobee actually. So that for me right then and there was like, yeah, this is where I want to be. <laughs> like people are nice here. Even later throughout the day, somebody had just, just one of the groups kind of walking towards my friend Chloe and I just kind of walking. And this girl continued to walk directly towards me. I did not know her. She had a nice soft smile on her face. And she just gave me a hug and told me that she was happy I was there. And then walked away. And I was like, what happened? Like, I was like, what just happened? And that was wow. another solidification as to why I will always go back to Oki. Because that is the vibe of Oki. I had no idea who this girl was. I even tried moving out of her way a little bit because I thought I was in her way. And she was like, she was, she was locked in. She was determined to give me a big old hug and just to tell me that I, that she was happy I was there. And I was just like, oh, what is happening? Like it was, it was such a crazy feeling. That is Okeechobee in my brain. Didn't even answer the question, but. No, you like, <laughs> you went above and beyond really. Um, I, like full body goosebumps. Like I'm just obsessed with you. I will have to reshave my legs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no that's such, it's hassle. a good thing at first Okeechobee was more about the people and then the Okeechobee like environment was like secondary so Okeechobee yeah. was an amazing visually thing but it's the vibes that other people give off while being yeah. there we are always welcoming of rave babies we're always welcoming of people who are lost you know on their way we're always welcoming of anybody that wants to have a good time you know we're, we're always about it yeah, and because you were greeted like that, right? Now yeah. you can pass that on to the next yes. people who are new and really just embrace like all people and the level, mm -hmm. I don't even wanna say level, but like their experience with going to festivals mm -hmm. or raves. Like that's what it's about is if we keep embracing new people who are coming in, our mm -hmm. scene grows and it continues. Exactly.
embracing and leading by example and just mm -hmm. welcoming in the new people and inviting them and showing them the kindness and the love to like what we're doing is like kind of my goal and kind of why I started the discord group too. I've had a lot of feedback of like the vibe changing at festivals and people yes. being a little bit harsh and bumping into you, not saying thank you. And like the plur vibes are gone, right? Yeah. You have so, to teach it to continue it. So it's like, if you're yes. not willing to teach, you can't be upset if it's disappearing because whoever says it's disappearing, I don't know where you're going. I have yet to experience a not plur moment. Like maybe it's just kind of like not the nicest moment, but it has nothing to do with plur. I tr I bring exactly what you're saying into my content because I've been given and shown so much love that all I want to do is push it back out. And I feel like that's why I've been able to grow and captivate the audience that I have because I'm willing to say it the way that it is. Th this is what to expect at a festival. This is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't. This is plur. If you don't live by plur, honestly, I'm going to say a, a very hard take. If you are unwilling to live by plur in the rave community, I think you need to take a second look at yourself because that is the only way this community works. I know that there's a really big stigma around it, around the drug uses at festivals, but it's like some people just need help and peace, love, unity, respect. We have to show peace to people that might not be in a peaceful place. We have to love those people because maybe they're doing that certain thing because they're not feeling love and they don't want to feel anything at all. So they take these substances to rise that serotonin level because they're not having that love. They're not having a good time. So if you show it to them naturally, maybe it'll help them not take as much. We have, we're all one big giant community. We're all one giant unit. We're all unity. You know, we're all, we're all little cogs in this machine and it does not work if we're not all together. And then just showing people the basic respect, like, I don't even explain that. Just show somebody the respect. We're all human beings. Everybody deserves basic human decency. And then the, the, the debate of the second R, if it being there or not, me personally, I think it is there, but I'm not going to spell it P-L or P-L-U-R-R. -R. I'm just going to say plur. Second R is imaginary responsibility. We're all responsible for our own actions, but at the same time, be cautious of those around you. I definitely try to push out what I have been receiving. And in that hug for me at Okeechobee, I have never seen her ever again. I'm so sad that I never will. But that hug for me was what started me wanting to show that exact love to literally anybody that I could, because I had never felt more loved in that moment than, than then. Like I've never felt more loved. It was insane. And from a complete stranger in a place complete that you've never stranger. been. Never. Like just, she looked at me like she had known me for the, her, her whole life. And I was just like, ah, thank you. Like, I didn't know what to do. Like she, she walked away, me and my friend Chloe, we just stood there. It's such a beautiful moment. And just to hear like your perspective on like Plur and I totally agree with what's your mindset going into it, right? Are you there to take, are you there to give? And, and like That's you said, not everyone will be on that same level because maybe they haven't experienced that peace, love, unity, or respect. Um, yeah. So do you participate in uh, trading candy or any other like rave traditions like that? I am a massive candy kid. <laughs> um, Yay! I, I'm not currently um, wearing any, but I mean, just, just looking, I've got all kinds of crazy beads right over here. I've been making Okeechobee candy for the past couple of days. I need to make sure I have like, an unlimited amount of candy because I'm a big trader. My my first candy trading moment was actually recorded. I'm bawling the entire time. I, I knew what to do. I knew how to do it because going into a new festival, I wanted to know. And that was like a big thing people were pushing on. And I was like, all right, you're talking about it. I'm going to learn it. And I'm going to go ahead and do it. But yes, I have kept every single candy trade that I've received this past year.
it's a lot. I love it. <laughs> my best friend Allie and her boyfriend Danny, it is their first Okeechobee. My boyfriend Kobe, his first Okeechobee. Another one of my good friends, Larissa, her first Okeechobee. Like it's definitely a first for a lot of them. And I'm excited because for me, it's like my first year of raving. For them, it's their first Oki. It's a lot of firsts. And it's just like, again, a combination of a years long journey and it's ending at Okeechobee to then flourish even more after. And it's going to be a really good time for them. And it's funny that you say like, it's ending at Okeechobee because in my head, it's mm-hmm. like season starts and then oh, it's yeah, like I know. everything. <laughs> But, like, I see what you're saying with, like, it's it's come full circle. Like, now you're back yes. at the start of it. I You say full circle, and that's the way that I've been explaining this next thing um, that's definitely off topic, but I have to talk about it. Um, yes. Okeechobee actually reached out to me and said, hey, we, you know, we heard that Okeechobee was your first music festival. We heard you're bringing your mom to celebrate your one year. We'd love to sit down and talk with you and, like, make some content with you and your mom. Okeechobee said this. So the fact that what? I have, yes, the fact that I have started my rave, you know, career at Okeechobee, I'm celebrating my one year, all my friends are coming, my mom is coming, and then to top it all off, Okeechobee wants to like directly have a hand in it. They want to like speak with me and make content and like I like again, a years long journey of just shooting to the freaking moon and it, it's I'm so excited. I don't have any more details than that, but I just <laughs> yeah you don't need any more details you are almost officially like the queen of Okeechobee at this point like they have just embraced you and they're like yes yeah. this is our girl so excited so grateful wow. and I just I can't wait to see like what happens because I have no idea for me to have started off not knowing a single thing and trying to educate myself and now I'm out here trying to educate others and to show them the way of life that we have and and to be seen by all these festivals like it's it's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> so, what's your TikTok content mostly? Is it is it mostly festivals and mostly raving? Uh, how many followers do you have? Um, I believe I'm sitting at twenty six thousand, all of which I've gained this past year. Not that that's like a crazy big number, but it definitely is like a pretty solid following. My niche is definitely like rave TikTok. I'm definitely on the side of festival and rave TikTok. A lot of my content is of the outfits that I'm wearing. A lot of my festival content isn't even content. Those are just my memories. Those are just things that I've decided to capture with my friends and I've decided to share with the world. And they're seeing what I'm experiencing, which is making them want to experience it the same. So I feel like the majority of my content is just me being me and me being willing to share my experiences and people either can relate to it or they want to experience it. Yeah, it's mostly just me talking about festivals and me showing off my little rave outfits and that's kind of it. (laughs) Are you working with any brands? I do indeed work with a couple of brands. Um, (laughs) I work from brands all the way up to iHeart Raves, sometimes create content specifically, specifically for Imagine Music Festival. I have worked with smaller brands such as Electric Mushroom, but it could be, I think it's Eclectic Mushroom. She's an, she's kind of like a Critter Clips, but she's, you know, on her own different kind of vibe. Honestly, before raving, I was working with more like hippie fashion raves because that was what my niche kind of started off as. And then it just kind of transformed into rave content. I think I'm working with at least two or three dozen. Two or three like, dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Good like for every day, you. Like, like every day I'm posting like a new unboxing of like something they've sent me or just creating content that they've asked me to create. Like I, I feel so bad talking like that. I feel so bad like saying it because I'm receiving all of these products for free in order for me to influence people. But I definitely have turned down a couple brands where I'm just like, hey, 
you know, I don't really align with your views. I don't align with what you're asking of me. Yeah, I, I do indeed work with a lot of brands. And I don't know why I feel bad talking about that. <laughs> you shouldn't feel, you should not feel bad at all. If you're being yourself and genuine and it's something yeah. that really serves you or fits you, then why not share that with people? It is a job creating content and just like putting yourself it out is. there and like being on, right? Like, yeah. so I commend you. Three I dozen do. brands yeah. more. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So don't feel yeah. bad. You're, you're hustling and you're you found like your people you found your your industry I did. yeah i cannot wait to check in with you in another year and just see like <laughs> how far you've come and and again it all started at okeechobee last year it did how oh, cool geez. is that i don't want to cry again <laughs> no it's okay it's allowed and i it's overwhelming too like getting uh, it's all new too and like all the stuff and all the brands Believe in yourself because you can do it and just keep going. It's definitely crazy to think about because people do come to my page and they they see my content and they ask me the questions and I always try to make it a point to start any like, informational TikTok about like raves. I always start it with Plur and I try to answer like the rest of their questions or anything. But it's so crazy to think that I started off as a rave baby. I was going on TikTok. I was typing in, you know, things to know about raving and, and you type that in and you see videos of me educating people now and like it's insane it does not make sense to me <laughs> like I'm I'm just a regular bean just like the rest of you guys like I'm I'm just here right. having a good time and the fact that it resonates with people it's just it's insane it's insane well you have a beautiful message to share with people so I truly believe things happen for a reason and for all of that to happen so that you can share this message of love and positivity. And so if all those things had to happen, here you are and you have a voice and you're just spreading this message yeah. of peace, love, unity, and respect. I'm going to age myself a little bit. My <laughs> first festival <laughs> was in 09. Wow. Yes. Math, for the, for, right? the, for the view for the viewers at home, she does not look like that was her first festival. Okay, she looks a whole lot younger than that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Listening? <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. So I've been around the block and to all the stages. Um, <laughs> all around the stages. <laughs> all around the stages. Backstage, on stage, kicked out all of it. Um, <laughs> But to sit here and hear you and see you, I'm just like, part of my heart is fulfilled knowing that there's this newer uh, generation who are still passing along that message. And it gives me hope. I feel as if the community is in good hands is what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. Like it oh. just, it warms me and I feel like the old lady saying this, but it's so <laughs> true and it's, it's really actually refreshing to me to see that that this is continuing on the core values are still there and and it's gonna pass on and like i can be the old grandma raver i mean sooner than like <laughs> i want to apparently because i'm old now and aged myself but like it just makes me so happy to hear that that was your experience and now you get to carry that on and you have a platform and a following that you get to yeah. chat message with and wow what an like yeah. incredible story <laughs> and i'm sure you're so overwhelmed with like the past year of all of this oh, happening yeah. oh yes and it's just the beginning right like it's yeah, it's I, it really is yeah i i'm constantly um because with on TikTok and and not to 
uh, offend the aging that you just did. I don't know how, how active on TikTok you are, but when you follow somebody back, you have the ability to post videos for only people that you are like mutuals with, that you're friends with. And I am probably once or twice a week posting a video of me in full tears, just saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for being my friend. Like, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for loving and accepting me. Because a year prior to that, I wasn't being accepted for who I was. I didn't feel the love. I, I was a number. I was a last name and I was a body. And now I'm somebody that is, is cared about. And that's weird to me. <laughs> and I can never fully accept it because I'm just, I'm one of those people that thinks that I just, I feel like I'm not doing enough to deserve the good things that come into my life. And I'm constantly having to remind myself that I wouldn't be in this community. I wouldn't be accepted as such if it weren't for the fact that people were having like a positive experience with me. I have to remind myself constantly that I'm here for a reason. I matter. And this community makes me feel and know that. Absolutely. I, I feel the same way with my discord group. And I mean, it's not nearly what your following is. But the fact that people showed up and like, they value me and thank yeah. me. I'm like, I, I, no, I'm like, no, it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, and it's really not. It's like, like I said earlier, I, I made the discord, people showed up. And then I'm like, what do you guys want to do? I'm like, it is community based. We have mm -hmm. built this. If I opened the discord and nobody came in, it's just me in a discord. Like it's literally all of the followers, all mm -hmm. of the people who are participating, who make the community. I get it's the same crazy. way. It's, it's imposter <laughs> syndrome. I'm like, I, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, what do you mean you want to know things from me? I don't know things. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, just following along with the rest of you, everybody kind of thing. So do you think we covered everything? For Okeechobee, um, is there, is there anything, any advice, tips or tricks, stuff that you would have done differently? In anytime I talk about raving, anytime I talk about festivals, I always want to say full support when it comes to harm reduction. If you're gonna do it, I don't care how long you've been doing it, I don't care how much or how little, test it, test it. It takes two seconds. It takes it. It's the difference between you having an amazing time and you no longer ever able to have an amazing time. So I'm all about harm reduction, test your shit, drink so much water. If y'all listen to Drink Your Water, he's an amazing artist. If you haven't, go listen to him, drink your water, <laughs> be safe and just be kind and give out what you want to receive. <laughs> test your shit, drink your water, be nice to each other. Be so nice to each other. Just be nice. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't hit on that more. Just be nice. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So drink water, test your yes. shit, be nice, yes. have fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you yes. do all of those things, you're going to have a good time. <laughs> I, I work a nine to five job from home as well. So it's like, obviously yeah. I'm taking days off for that. But once Monday hits, I'm back to work for yeah. a couple of days and then I'm taking off again, gone the weekends, coming back the next week, working, going back out again. It's but I'm up to the challenge because I'm a festy girly and I don't feel, I don't feel at home when I'm not at a festival. Like they are my home. They are my safe space. And I just, I love being there. I, I, I can't stop. And with me working at Believe Music Hall and EDM Club, I'm at a show every single weekend. And my life 
is consumed by EDM. It's the music I listen to. It's the job industry that I'm in. It is my favorite hobby. It is, it's, it's everything to me. It's so how, <laughs> how long have you been at Believe? A week before Imagine. So just since September. I love my boss. Um, I will be sending this link to Jason, my boss, to listen to this podcast later on. So Jason, I love you. And I'm super appreciative of, the, of all the opportunities you've given me. And I hope that every day I bust through your standards because I am trying my hardest. <laughs> Amazing. We love you, Jason. <laughs> I couldn't have asked for a better um for a better boss. His boss, Hope, she's equally as amazing. She's killing it as a woman in this industry. She's killing it, period. Um, I, I'm so freaking lucky to be mentored by two people who are just so passionate about the rape community the same way that I am. And it's just like, I can't wait to one day be half the person that they are as far as like the industry goes. I'm, I'm very blessed. It, I would not be here if it weren't for so many people seeing something in me that I never thought existed and given me the opportunity to, you know, hopefully make them proud. And I think that I am because they kept me around for so long. So <laughs> you're doing something right. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> Just keep doing it and keep being you. What's your position over there? What do you do? Um, I am the social media manager. So from day to day, I'm keeping up with uh, promotions for the shows that we're having. I keep up with, you know, our messages. I numerous times a day across all social media platforms that we have when we have shows on Friday and Saturday nights. I go out to the club, I get content and I post it on our stories for people who, you know, weren't able to make it that night. And I make follow-up videos to grab more people's attention, to grab them, to reel them in and anything social media for the club, I'm all about it. <laughs> you might've talked to me a few weeks ago oh. because <laughs> I DM'd the Instagram because yeah. I was, I was getting scammed for a giveaway. And I said, yeah. just so you guys know, yeah, this is what's happening. Yeah, we had a lot of people reaching out like, hey, who is this? And I was like, oh, I, it broke my heart to tell people like, you didn't win. I'm sorry. But yeah, you, you probably did speak with me. <laughs> yeah, so that was me. I love this community. What this is why I love being here. What a crazy full circle moment of us talking just a couple of weeks ago, not knowing and then here we are you invited me on your podcast. That's crazy. I freaking love it here. I got the chills. Um, <laughs> it was me. I'm like, I need to talk to a manager. No, I'm just kidding. My friends are Savage Society. So when they yes. were there, um, I was promoting the show on my socials yeah. and I was um, doing a giveaway in my discord to do a meet and greet at the venue. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're talking and I'm like, okay, I have to ask her more about it because I, yes. I'm familiar. And then anyways, with the scam, they're like, oh, to claim your offer, put in your credit card. I'm like, mm -mm, we don't do that. We don't play that. <laughs> yeah, never click any links of like sketchy messages. Yeah, Savage Society Takeover was an insane night. I love me some rhythm. I'm a high knees girly. And that was one of the nights where everybody that was there was there for the rhythm. And I love me a good rhythm crowd. And that was one of the best nights we've had, I believe. In my opinion, it was an amazing night. I loved all the artists. The back to back to back to back to back was insane. Like, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was great. That was yeah, great. <laughs> all the things. But um, I love those guys. Shout out uh, Blood Thinner. Yeah. Shout out uh, Savage yeah. Society. Love you guys. And um, yeah, so full circle, right? Isn't I, that so cool? Again, I fucking love it here. <laughs> like, it was meant to be. It was. <laughs> I 
I'm going to ask one more question and then we'll yeah. wrap up. Is there anything that you thought of that for Oki that we might like throw in or add in? Going to Okeechobee truly means that you are entering a whole new world. You are entering the Okeechobee portal and you just, you have to let whatever happened, happen. Whatever's going to happen at Oki was meant to happen. And whether it's a negative or a positive situation, you, it's good to always take it. It's always good to take something from it than to sit and dwell on it in a negative way. Like, I think that even in everyday life, everything happens for a reason, but at Okeechobee specifically, like even me personally, if I had gone to Oki and had a negative experience, I still think that I would have continued raving because just the vibes from the positive vibes were so overwhelming of any negative experience that I could have had that the positive is well worth it and the negative doesn't even matter. And you need to let go of everything before you enter the portal because the portal is going to change your life. It's going to change who you are. How has raving and electronic music impacted your life? Where do I start? <laughs> um, I had kind of said earlier where EDM is literally in every aspect of my life. It is my favorite hobby. It's what I listen to. It's one of my jobs. It's my connection to meeting new people. Um, I was in a really bad place before raving. And I don't think that I've ever been happier since joining this community. I, I, I Seriously, this community has changed my life for the better. And I would not change it for anything. And you have the biggest smile on your face right now. And you're <laughs> and you are just glowing. So I know it's genuine, listeners. I know she means it. She has cried multiple times today. And so they're all times. tears of love and happiness. And and it's you're such an amazing soul. And I'm so happy Thank we you. connected. Thank you're you. a rock yes. star. I'm also very again, this was meant to happen. Like totally. Said, everything is meant to happen. <laughs> this was totally. not supposed to happen for me today. And then it did. And I I know that it did. Like Oh, that's crazy. Just thank I you. Know. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> how do we find you? How do we support you? Where do, how can we connect with you? Socials, um, my Instagram, Tatum.Bell, TikTok, Tatum Bell with three L's. Um, I love meeting and connecting with people. I am the biggest hugger. So if you ever see me out at a festival, please get my attention because I'm going to run straight over to you. Like you were my best friend, I'm going to give you a nice big old hug. We're going to trade candy. I'm going to tell you to drink some water and then I'm going to run back to my family because we all have our own journeys to go out and prosper on. And I just, just spread the good vibes. <laughs> I really appreciate you taking the time to get vulnerable and tell your story and like, just spread this love and like what you're doing. And it's, it's very inspiring. And being an, an old raver like me <laughs> back in my day, uh, <laughs> it's just so cool to see you thriving and inspiring people and just being a rock star of a role model in this community. So thank you. It, it's, it's always just thank you and thank you guys. And I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you guys. And I mean that on multiple levels. I'm just very, very grateful for this community. And I love you guys. Yeah.